0: The biggest reasons, by the way, that we fail to scale our business is not because we need money. We're too lazy to create a system and a process to hand off to someone else. So we go, oh, you know, I'll just keep doing it myself.
1: All right, picture this. The other day I went to the movies and George Clooney was the guy who was taking the tickets. Can you believe that? What? No, it's not true. And you know what? George Clooney doesn't take tickets. Steve Jobs never worked in the Apple store and sold iPhones. And Ray Kroc wasn't the guy making the hamburgers at McDonald's. They extracted themselves from their business And most people who have a business think they can't do it, but today you're going to prove them wrong. Isn't that right? That's right. I'm going to prove them wrong. Exactly right. All right. I'm Craig Valentine, and this is Bedros Cooley, and this is the Empire Podcast Show. And what we're going to talk today about is making sure that you set up your business so that there's scale and structure so that you can leave
0: it. All right. How have you done that with Fit Body Bootcamp? Well, again, I'll be fully transparent. If you remember back in 2014, I was everything in Fit Body Bootcamp. I was the guy that ran the Facebook ads. I was the guy that tried to write the creative for the ads that we ran in Entrepreneur Magazine. And then when the prospects filled out an application, I was the guy trying to sell you a franchise. And then once you bought the franchise, I was the guy coaching you on how to run your franchise. I was it. Wow. Here's what happened. And, you know, most people have heard the story before, but for the handful that haven't, I actually had an anxiety attack so bad that summer of 2014 that I thought I was having a heart attack. And I went to the hospital and I know you've had a crippling anxiety attack and the same things happened to you. You had to have a personal training client take you to the hospital. Yes. I remember. Yes. Longest and, point in my life. Yeah. And, and and if you if you want to put yourself in the hospital, do everything you can all the time in your business which is impossible i mean like you said you don't see all those guys running their businesses you certainly don't see richard brenson flying any of the airplanes on, on virgin united right you're not going to walk in and open up the pilots the cockpit and there there's old richard you know with the martini right and so what i had to do for fitbody boot camp when i was doing the marketing and the sales and the operations and the coaching was i had to step out and say is this how subway mcdonald's 7-eleven anytime fitness is this how they are running their franchise and the reality is it's not
1: well you know what everybody's sitting there saying ah uh, you can do it but i can't i have clients who get upset when they don't see me or i have I,
0: clients that got upset with, when they didn't see me
1: but, oh um, and, you know and they just say I, I can't get out of there
0: and i don't i feel bad no one does it as good as me. Right. Yeah. Right? I don't have the money to. Right. And so, I know that because those were my objections that mm-hmm. I gave until I had that anxiety attack. Go on. Okay. So those are the objections. Now, what can we
1: tell our listeners today about how they can scale and replicate themselves? find people who are actually better at a lot of the things that they're doing right now yeah. so that their business grows, they have more time for themselves, and they don't end up with anxiety
0: or stress. Yeah. In fact, right now, as you and I sit here in the library at our headquarters, there's a team of 38 people upstairs selling our franchises, servicing our franchisees, and selling our coaching programs mm-hmm. that we have out there. And you and I didn't run any of the ads. We, had, we have two guys in two different states running ad campaigns for us. And uh, we've got a team of four closers doing all the selling for our franchises and coaching programs. And we've got a team of 12 doing the branding and operations and coaching. And so when you're wondering, well, where do I begin? Ask yourself, what is the lowest common thing that you're doing right now that you can give away to somebody else, right? Now, for me, that wasn't the selling, because I knew that there was no one who could sell a Fit Body Bootcamp franchise better than me. However, I also knew there was people who could run Facebook ads better than me. Mm -hmm. And so the way I looked at it is, if I could just tighten the belt up for a couple months and have pay someone else, because yeah, you've got your budget plus the marketing fee, and I outsourced the marketing for two months, I got more leads, better qualified leads, it made my selling easier, I sold more people, and all of a sudden I can afford the traffic buyer. So there was one way. As that funnel kept growing, I made enough money where I could actually find another closer. I soon pulled myself out of the selling. Now I was doing the operations and the coaching of new franchisees. Then I asked myself again, which of these two can I let go? Well, probably not the coaching of new franchisees because I want them to be successful out the gate. So I'm going to let that go last. So at this point, somebody was buying our franchise ads for us. We had a closer full-time, and of course, I stepped out of operations, and I brought someone in to do the operations, which was pretty much paint by numbers. Mm. The biggest reasons, by the way, that we fail to scale our business is not because we need money. We're too lazy to create a system and a process to hand off to someone else, so we go, Oh, you know, I'll just keep doing it myself. Well, good luck, you're gonna be a one-person It only takes me an hour. Right. It only takes me an hour a week, so I I don't wanna spend two hours making the system. Right, but if you made the system, you could free yourself up for an hour over and over again, right? right? Absolutely. Now, again, people
1: are saying, they're thinking, oh, but you run this big franchise, I just have this mom and pop store, I have a gym, I can't leave it. So tell us about some success stories that you've coached
0: that have extracted themselves from sure. smaller businesses, sure. and how do they do it? All right, so one young man comes to mind, and, and by no means does he have a, a business degree or anything. He's got a kinesiology degree from Michigan State, I believe. His name is Matt Wilbur. You know mm-hmm. Matt Wilbur. He actually was so broke he pieced together two or three credit cards to buy one Fit Body Bootcamp franchise, and he was just like me. He was it. He was selling. Memberships. He was cleaning the place, he was creating the workouts, he was creating the nutrition plans, and he was following up with the clients and the leads making sure that everybody was serviced. But he soon realized that he's got this need to make a bigger impact. And I said, Matt, you just have to get together enough money for a short period of time to tighten the belt where you can hire an assistant. So to him, what was the easiest thing that you could let go, Matt? Well, I don't have to do the follow-up if I have someone else doing the follow-up for me. So we hired a part-time person for like $13 an hour, and he was able to free himself from doing the follow-up with leads. Now his job was not to follow up with leads, but just to close the leads into paying clients. Soon, he had enough money to bring on a trainer. So he would close the leads into paying clients, but he didn't have to service them anymore. He had a trainer who was doing the servicing, which means what? He opened up more time to do selling. The more selling you do, the more money you make. Before you know it, you got trainer number two. Before you know it, you got salesperson number number one under your belt, which means he can go on and open up location number two. And today, he's got five Fit Body Bootcamp locations, just three and a half years, just three and a half years. That's all it took, three and a half years. He's got five Fit Body Bootcamp locations, and he signed on the dotted line for 10 more locations. And it's not because, you know, he was born with money or he had an MBA It's simply because he understood that he had to let go of some stuff, systematize it and outsource it to others if he wanted to scale his little empire. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Now, again, people are saying that, well, I'm not in the fitness industry, Pedro. So how would this possibly work for me? Well, look, it works in every industry. For example, Gordon Ramsay is not taking your order at every single one of his restaurants. He's not cooking at every single one of his restaurants. I don't even know if he cooks anymore. The guy's out there selling the Gordon Ramsay experience and opening up multiple restaurants, just like the chef from Nobu, and just like uh, Wolfgang Wolfgang Puck, and all of these guys. And what have they done? They put really great systems into place, just like Ray Kroc did back at McDonald's, where they made it paint by numbers, so simple, Here you go, here's how you can do it. Other people come along who are better than them. You know, I'm sure everybody who's a waiter or a waitress at Gordon Ramsay's restaurants is a lot more personable and a better waitress or or waiter than he could possibly be. So he's hiring better people, putting in place the systems, and that's how you extract
0: yourself. So what's the first step, the first step today? So the first step is this, really. You have to identify the number one thing that you can outsource to someone without having fear and anxiety creep in. Like I said, for me, it wasn't selling. Mm -hmm. I knew that I could sell better than anybody else, and with the small number of leads we were getting, I needed to make sure that every lead converted into a franchisee. So the only thing I could outsource was then the actual traffic buying, because I knew there was people out there better than me at buying traffic, I just didn't think I could afford them. So I tightened the belt for a couple months, and I found my way to affording them and so that's the first thing you got to do is identify what is the one thing that you can outsource to somebody else right now so you can free up more time for yourself to do the more valuable things. The number two thing is how do I document this process so I never have to do it over again? I can create a process which is a system and a system saves you time, effort and money right? Mm-hmm. and you hand along the system. People run systems and systems run your business. and. It's the documentation process that everyone thinks it's boring, it's too tedious. So I found a shortcut for it. Hire someone on a temporary basis who's OCD, Mm -hmm. and they're going to hang out with you for an entire week and document every call you do, They're going to record your call. They're going to record your emails. They're going to document everything. When someone asks prices, this is how he answers. When when he has to leave a voicemail, this is the voicemail he leaves. And what you've done is you're creating a process manual. Someone else is documenting everything, either through an iPhone recording or oral recording. Before you know it, it's all documented in a three-ring binder, and then you move on to the next department, which is marketing, sales, operations, support, coaching. Yes, and so what you have done there is found someone who's better than you.
1: at doing something which is putting together the systems in place so that you stop doing those things and I'll tell you what one of the things that I see so often in the people that come to me for my perfect life workshops is that they say they don't want to do things anymore but they keep on doing them so I want you to say right now with conviction I will never do so-and-so activity again in my business I'm gonna outsource that some to somebody right now it's gonna save me time, energy, and money. I'm gonna build that system. I want you to make that commitment right now, and that's your first step of getting out of your business so that you can scale, you can have more freedom, make more money, and have more time for your family, just like you've been able to do as you grow your franchise You're not working less than ever, but you're not working
0: as much as you did when you were struggling, right? Right, and I'm working on the things that are within my zone of genius. I have fun doing them. Like, this is the stuff I love doing. I love being the face of my brand, right? And I love sharing a message through passion and purpose. I could do this all day long. Mm -hmm. So actually, how about this? I'm working more hours, really, when you think about it, but it's hours that don't fatigue me, exhaust me, or stress me out. They, they make me stronger and they empower me because it's in my zone of genius. Absolutely, so get yourself on that
1: plan. Get rid of the things you shouldn't be doing, get people in that should be doing them, and be that leader of them, right? Yeah. And that's one other thing, that's a one thing we'll close on. What can you say about the power of being a leader as you extricate yourself from that
0: system and that business so that you have the true scalability? You know, every single business out there is scalable. And I was just reading a book by uh, Jocko Willings. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, Actually rereading it, truth be told. It was the third time that I'm reading it because I just love Extreme Ownership. So in case people are wondering, what's the book from Jocko Willings? Extreme Ownership, and he's a Navy SEAL. And uh, he really talks about leadership. Here's the crazy thing. He talks about how in BUDS, basic underwater demolition SEAL training, they take these rubber boats and they have teams of seven guys in each boat. So there was uh, six teams. Team number two kept winning. So the cadres would say, hey, you guys are going to take the boat all the way out, 150 yards, turn it upside down, get a right side back up, get back in, fight the waves, come carry the boat over your head, walk around the sand berm, whatever. And so all seven teams had to do it. And so it's six guys and a leader. Team two keeps winning. Team six keeps failing. One of the cadres came up with an idea. He goes, what if we just switch the leaders? Nothing else, right? Remember, Team 2 keeps winning. Team 6 keeps losing. And so they switch leaders. And on the very next race, Team 2 wins again. But Team 6 comes back into second place. Got it. Into second place. So what happened? A strong leader went into a weak environment. So there is no weak team members. There's only weak leaders is what that defined. Soon enough, team two and six were neck and neck, right? Because now that leader got played up to, a, to become a better leader by the boat crew, yep. and then the leader here on team six got the weak boat crew to play up to, to their expectations, to their potential. The point of this was that there is no weak team, there's just weak leaders. So leadership is always the problem, and leadership is always the solution. So the number one thing I can tell you about being a leader is one, be decisive, make decisions, make them fast. They don't have to be the right decision, they just have to be a decision. Otherwise, when you procrastinate, hand-wring, take too much time, you really end up letting competition eat you up alive. Thing number two, as a leader, is that sometimes there's easy work, and it's the fun work and the creative work that you can do, sometimes there's a the hard work. And hard work involves either delivering bad news, or hard work involves creating a systems manual, which is not ex- exciting, it's not sexy, it's not sitting here making a podcast video, but that's the stuff that the leader does. The leader does the tough work with as much enthusiasm as the easy and fun work, and that's what differentiates winners from losers. Awesome, I love how you said that every business is scalable when you
1: have a good leader in place, when you're putting aside your ego and hiring better people than you to take over the tasks you shouldn't be doing, putting boundaries on your time and what you do, and that is how you take those steps to getting out of your business, growing it, and living
0: that dream life that you have, all because you're building your empire, right? Yes, sir. All right, see ya. Thanks for listening to the Empire Podcast Show. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, share it with your friends, and give us a rating. We'd really appreciate that. And make sure to go to empirepodcastshow.com to watch the videos as they come out.